One of the joys and perks of living in northern Minnesota is access to incredible starry night skies and the occasional glimpse at the northern lights. In the new book, Spirits Dancing, the night sky, indigenous knowledge, and living connections to the cosmos, we get an exploration of the science and early teachings of the auroras, along with over 150 beautiful photographs. Spirits Dancing was written by artist and astrophysicist Annette S. Lee, and it was photographed by Travis Nowitzki, who we hear from now about how this book came together. Buju and Dinawema Ganidug, Anin, Travis and Dijnakaz, Makwa and Dudem, Kichioni Gaming and Dunjaba. So, hello, all my relatives. My name is Travis. I am Bear Clan and I am from Grand Portage. And Grand Portage is an Indian reservation at the northeast tip of the state of Minnesota. The book Spirits Dancing, um, which was just released November 7th, has the subtext of the night sky, indigenous knowledge, and living connections to the cosmos. And the idea for the book um, came from Minnesota Historical Society Press, who approached me almost seven years ago to do a book um, featuring my photography. And at the time, I kind of felt like, gosh, you know, I don't I don't have enough photos to, to fill a whole book. <laughs> but the editor who met with me in Duluth said, I feel the opposite. I feel you have more than enough. And there's definitely enough great material there to put a book together. So yeah, that was, uh, God, it feels like forever ago, but, but um, it's taken quite a while to get to the point of being published, but it's, it's real now it's here and it's um, still adjusting to it. It's pretty surreal. I've done a number of book signing events um, since November 15th. And the response has been just incredible. Like people are really excited about it. So it's pretty awesome. Part of this book, we've got your amazing photography of the night skies and the northern lights, but we also have some really interesting uh, text in the book. We've got the science stories, we've got the cultural stories, and this is in tandem with Annette Lee, who is an astrophysicist and artist. Can you talk about how that um, collaboration came together? Absolutely. She is this incredible uh, person who has a long history, you know, studying the night sky. She's, as you mentioned, astrophysicist, astronomer, um, former professor at St. Cloud State. She's an artist herself and founder of Native Skywatchers, which is definitely, you know, a group that I was a little familiar with, but, you know, didn't know enough to know that Annette was the one who kind of founded that group. You know, the book was just the first of what will hopefully be many collaborations in the future. One section of the book is the cultural stories of the Northern Lights. Can you give us an example of one of the early teachings about the night skies? So the book is really this kind of well-rounded thing, you know, that that talks, of course, about the, the Western science perspective and, and the science behind the Northern Lights, like, you know, the... As, as I often say when I do a presentation, like the nuts and bolts of how the Northern Lights occur, you know. Um, but then there's this whole broad, incredibly broad um, indigenous set of perspectives. You know, we have as many sets of beliefs about the Northern Lights as there are cultures, you know, 
on this planet that are able to physically view them. And of course, you know, um, indigenous cultures that don't see the aurora probably don't have any beliefs about the aurora. <laughs> but And so along with that, um, kind of the further north you get, the more in-depth um, the beliefs about the northern lights become by these cultures. And so we can use starting off we can use Ojibwe people as a as a good example of course where actually the title of the book you know kind of comes from this phrase this Ojibwe phrase of Jibaya Mime Itawag which means there are spirits in the sky and they're dancing and so the Ojibwe people um, largely believe that you know when the when the northern lights are occurring it's actually the spirits of our relatives dancing in the sky and because I think that the Ojibwe have a, a fairly widespread exposure to Northern Lights, as in, you know, we occupy an area where we can see them quite frequently. There are multiple terms for Northern Lights. Another term would be Wawate, which kind of means, you know, there's, there is a display of Northern Lights. And then there's another term that I really like, um, which if I'm getting this right now is, I'm not a language expert, so, <laughs> um, but I believe it's Wasanude where the, the new day part of that word is from Newton, which means wind. And then the wasa part comes from another word, which I forget the pronunciation of it right now, but it, it that first part of the word it refers to kind of a, like a lightning display or there are flashing lights in the sky. And so when you have this combination of wasa new day, um, it kind of, you know, I don't think there's a really direct literal translation for it, but it kind of means that there's like a a, a flashing light wind, mm -hmm. yeah. and that's cool. I I think that's cool because that's literally kind of what the aurora is from a science perspective too, right? Like right. when the aurora occurs, a lot of times it's from the solar wind, and it's these lights that occur from you know particles in our atmosphere combined with this plasma from that's coming from a from the sun and when those things collide in our atmosphere they ignite and create you know different colored lights that are like blowing in our atmosphere this is what we're reading on kaxe kbxe we are talking about the book spirits dancing the night sky indigenous knowledge and living connections to the cosmos the book is by annette s lee and the photography is by Travis Nowitzki, who we are talking to today. Travis, there are 154 of your stunning photographs in Spirits Dancing. Can you tell us how you got your start with photography? I got started photographing. It's been over 20 years. Um, and I would say the first couple of years... Um, I mean, they count, but they kind of don't count because I didn't know what I was doing. And mm -hmm. I, I didn't have a camera that was really capable of capturing them well. But, you know, that was those were my, you know, trial and error years where I was figuring it out. And um, I think it was 2003, probably exactly 20 years ago, when I got my first digital SLR camera that was capable of producing a halfway decent image. Um, and just by that, I mean a good enough sensor, you know, to capture an image that could be viewed on screen and, and printed decently where it wasn't, you know, low resolution. So if you printed it, it looked fuzzy or, 
you know, it was so grainy, you couldn't tell what it was, you know. Um, but the appreciation for the night sky goes back a lot farther than that. Um, my mom likes to talk about how I think as little as five years old, like, um, I would go out with my dad. My dad was, um, was and still is, you know, a very good photographer in his own right. And of course, five years old, we're talking 1980 now, digital cameras were, we had no idea that we would ever have them, let alone what that meant. So everything was on film. And I would say a lot more challenging to capture night sky on film, but he was out there trying to catch Northern lights and lightning storms as they went through. And, and I always probably because they grew up in an area with really high quality, um, nice dark skies where we could see as many stars as probably possible to see with the naked eye. So I grew up with that and just had this, you know, kind of, ingrained natural appreciation for it um even when i was very young of course i don't remember going out within five years old but um as i got older i, I do remember some experiences of taking along and that really helped instill it too if you could give just one really big um tip i know that in the book you've got a section on photographing at night the the night sky but if you have maybe what would be the biggest tip you have for people who want to get out there and, and start photographing the sky? I get asked a lot by people, you know, for tips and advice. Um, Cause people come up to me and they're like, well, I've never seen the Northern lights. What's the best way to go about doing that? And well, of course, number one, the further North you get, the better. Um, of course, get away from city lights as much as you can. But aside from those, you know, basic, things um i would say don't get too hung up on seeing the northern lights you know it's a lot easier nowadays with really good forecasting um space weather forecasting but 20 years ago you know i used to go out more nights um, than i used to now and i kind of always had to hope for the best and i learned early on that um, I should appreciate whatever I see that night because odds are I'm not going to see Northern Lights, you know, because nine times out of 10, I would go out and, well, maybe they'll be out tonight and they weren't, you know, and then that, that one time out of 10 would come along and I'd get an incredible show and it was so worth it because I had invested all this time going out there these other nights where they didn't occur, but, you know, all those other nights had cool things to experience in their own right. And I wouldn't have experienced those if I wasn't out there. So just get out there as much as you can and be open-minded enough to appreciate whatever occurs that night. You know, don't get too hung up on seeing the Northern Lights because I've run into so many people who just get so discouraged. And they're like, I've been trying to see them for 10 years and I haven't seen them yet. And I'm, I'm just like ready to give up. And <laughs> it's like, you know, that's just one part of the night sky. And, and granted, it's it's an awesome, incredible part, but there's so much more to see, too. That's Travis Nowitzki, who, along with Annette S. Lee, collaborated on the new book, Spirits Dancing. This is a beautiful and informative book that I will be revisiting again and again. And this will make a great gift as we head into the holiday season. It's What We're Reading. I'm Tammy Bobrowski.